Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on WyomingAthletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. And we are excited to announce that the Firestone Complete Auto Care in Kenwood is now an official sponsor of this weekly AD podcast. Contact Derek Lester at 513-401-7892 for all of your complete auto care needs. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking. Jan, how are you on this rainy Monday? I am doing great on this rainy Monday. Uh, perfect day to start spring sports. Um, you know, 40 degrees and rain, but that's how we go. Uh, we wouldn't have it any other way in Cincinnati. That just seems like it always works out that way. Let's talk about your winter sports, though, for uh, this week. And uh, let's start in the pool. Swimming and dive represented Wyoming very well at state this weekend. And I understand it's a good thing for you because you missed a very important event at home to go to this state meet. Is that true? That, that is true, but you know what? Uh, duty calls, and what a great time in Canton that our uh, divers and swimmers um, had. A lot of, I mean, amazing diving, we can just start there. Grace Courtney, you know, goes up uh, last dive, 11th dive, and has to have a great dive to, to win it. Well, has to have an unbelievable dive to win it. Has to have a great dive to get second, and uh, ends up with, near perfection and uh, four points from from taking the state title but ends up state runner-up as a sophomore so really cool for her um just she's just such a poised competitor it's really really amazing to see and then Pasha Gearsomchuk um outperformed his performance last year um ended up just short of the medal stand but uh, really really did a great job um at the diving meet and then transferring over to the pool uh, it was just dropping time after dropping time for the girls and Will Manone. Um, just it was just really when you talk about people having peak performances at the right time, that is what happened in Canton. So really neat to see that. So with the way that they perform, not only swimming and diving, now as they head into the off season, do they now say, okay, we've gotten a taste of this. Now where we finish this year is the benchmark for next year. Well, I think so. In, in swimming, in particular, there is no off season. Um, I mean, they they get right back in the pool and head off to their club championships coming up here shortly. Um, so I hope they take a little time to reflect. What a great season they had! You know, you have kids like Mia Hagenauer coming back from an ACL surgery quicker than any person I know um, to be competing at the state championship and. You know, Victoria Chesson. I mean, kids that are going to be with us for year after year um, because they're they, they got a couple years left, and um, I just hope they take a few minutes to just pause and reflect on what a great season they had. Absolutely, uh, great finishes across the board there, and sets the bar going forward. Let's move on to the wrestling mat. Uh, your wrestling team, very very good showing at the CHL Championships, finishing just 10 points behind Indian Hill for the league title, and that's no shame. Indian Hill has a great wrestling program, but a lot of multiple. A lot of individual champions as well for uh, your Cowboys. Yeah, I, we had some great wrestling going on. Um, certainly, I think if you ask the students, they're probably a little disappointed in, in the finish. But, um, you know, we had a, a key injury and some other um, things go not in our favor. But that's how sports is. And you have to respond to that and you have to react. And um, I think hopefully that adds some fire to a sectional tournament that starts on Friday in Blanchester and uh, last year, Jacob Bryant was fortunate enough to to track through all the way to the state championship, and hopefully he can be accompanied by some teammates this year. But um, our wrestling program is in great hands with, with CHL Coach of the Year Bobby Lyons. Um, 
and graduating one senior this year, uh, I think they'll be a lot of fun to watch here in the next couple of years for sure. And also Jacob Bryan, CHL Wrestler of the Year. So, uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of high honors there. And uh, do you think then that they take not only that they perform individually well, but coming up just short as a team, do you think that gives them extra motivation going into the sectionals? Without a doubt, I think there was uh, nobody was smiling at second place. I'll just say that. So, um, I think there's a lot of motivation to to be better, and that's, you know, again, that's what sports teaches you. If you don't like the disappointment, you can control the next outcome. So uh, hopefully that's the takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to the uh, hardwood, and let's start with uh, girls' basketball. And uh, season comes to an end in a in a the sectional final against Hughes, and a result there is – 61 to 46 after an opening round win over uh, North College Hill. This was a very difficult draw. You had a lot of top seeds in this top half of the draw. Uh, how did you think the team played despite the fact this was such a difficult draw just to get into the districts? Well, I, the first game, um, I thought they played well. I thought that we executed a lot of um, a lot against North College Hill. I was at, in Canton, so I didn't get to see the game against you. Um, I just had talked to a couple of students about it, and I think they were disappointed. Um, but Hughes I, has some very talented players. I know they have a great, great coach over there, uh, the CMAC Coach of the Year, I believe. Um, so, you know, sometimes you just lose to a better team. Um, I, I wasn't at the game, so I'm not exactly sure, you know, uh, how we matched up. But um, I think there's a lot of good building blocks going forward, certainly in our girls' basketball program. Let's move over to the boys, and uh, the beat goes on for the boys. They begin postseason play with an 87-49 win. Isaiah Walker's ridiculous again with 38 points. Uh, how did the coaches feel seeing the team come firing out of the gate like this and just take it right to Batavia right in the postseason opener? Well, I think they were excited in the way we played. You know, just driving to Mason, even whatever day that was, I think Friday. Um, you know, the way we left Mason last year was not – in a way that we had hoped. And so I think there was a lot of anxiousness among the kids and maybe the coaches of let's get back to Mason and, and have a good game. But we certainly have our work cut out for us um, against Schroeder. I think they're better than, than their record indicates. And then whoever waits for us on the other side of the bracket. But uh, we're, we're playing pretty well right now. And, um, you know, if, if there's a better player in Southwest Ohio than Isaiah Walker, uh, I haven't seen him, but uh, you know I haven't seen every team play. He's pretty special. Would you say he's better than Evan Prater? <laughs> They're both pretty good. Uh, statistically, he is. But uh, <laughs> you know, if I was going to start a basketball team, I'd be good with either one of them. <laughs> I, I or pretty much any of our <laughs> top eight or nine. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that won't reach either one of those two on social media at all to uh, jab each other with. So uh, we have that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let, let's talk, let's move forward now. As you said, uh, they'll take on Schroeder this coming uh, Thursday night at, up in Mason, a 6 o'clock tip there. So you have that one, and uh, obviously coaching staff's not going to look past that one. As you said, Schroeder playing better than maybe what their record indicates right now, but we can look forward here uh, on the podcast. Should they get past that, they would advance to the district, uh, se district semifinal on Saturday, take on the winner of either Aiken or Roger Bacon, who upset Baden in the uh, opening round there, would you have a preference as to who you, who your team would say in that one, either Aiken or Roger Bacon? Oh, I don't I don't think we could say which team we prefer. Um, I, we played Roger Bacon. Um, I think we caught them on an off night, and I know Aiken 
um, is at full strength right now. So I think they'll both be more than formidable opponents um, if we are lucky enough to get past Schroeder. But um, right now I think the focus is on what do we need to do to be successful less than who's on the other side of the of the bench um, in the team we're playing. So I know Coach Rooks will have them very focused on um, what we need to do to be successful, and we'll let the cards fall where they may. With the way this team's been playing, and now with uh, Roger Bacon pulling the upset of third-seeded Baden, it's it's a favorable draw for your team. And obviously, as we've talked about, it's one game at a time, and obviously that's the way the coaching staff's going to preach it. For you, looking at this sort of on the outside, would anything less than a district title be acceptable? Well, I don't know about acceptable. Um, would it be know, disappointing if they did? Whatever happens. Would it be disappointing <laughs> but, if they did not win the district it, title? Um, I don't, you know, you look at the teams on the other side of the bracket, and they're really they're they're good, and so we're going to have to play well. So I don't know that I'm going to add that. You know, I'd be disappointed in what this team's been able to accomplish this year if they don't get to a certain point. I mean, to go through a season and be 21 and 0, I don't know how anybody could think of that as anything less than pretty awesome. Um, so I, I hope that I hope that if that doesn't happen, people don't let one game dictate the success or not success of the season. Um, now, I think if you ask the kids, I think they have a pretty good view of where they want to end up. Um, hopefully none of them are out there saying that publicly, but it's okay to dream and it's okay to have a vision sure. for where you want to be. Um, and as long as you're willing to do the work to get there, which I think this group is, um, you know, we'll see. But I don't know that I could say it'd be a disappointment if, if we didn't win a certain game or reach a certain level when when they've been able to do what they've been able to do this year. And, man, what's fun. if you're a basketball person and you've watched their game, they're just fun to watch. Yeah, they certainly are. And, uh, you know, obviously a great season nevertheless, and you're right, one game doesn't dictate the entire season. As we're moving into the postseason now, they've gotten that first postseason game under their belt, you know, they win the game comfortably against Batavia. Are they starting to, or, or, or I should say this, are they taking it still as just a business approach to this, or have they started to understand now that, okay, we have to bring our A game every night because now if we don't, somebody could catch us and our dream season could end a lot earlier than we would want? Yeah, I, I think it's the latter for sure. You know, we, we've been in this point before where we're the favorite uh, team and, um, maybe haven't shown up with quite the sharpness that we need to. And and in a tournament run, that's going to happen. I mean, you're not going to be at your best every night. And when you get to that game, you just have to grind through it and, and uh, you know, let, let the things you can control be controlled. You know, you can always play great defense. You can always rebound. So when we get to that night where we're not hitting every shot, we just have to bear down on the other end and, and uh, hope for the best. Absolutely so, and uh, so a chance to uh, continue that run, and uh, hopefully the team is at their best this coming Thursday, Wyoming versus Schroeder up in Mason, 6 o'clock tip. Uh, Jan, great talking to you as always. We'll reconvene next week, and uh, hopefully still some postseason basketball ahead. Indeed, thank you. Absolutely. That is Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking joining us for this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Oil. Your oil and oil. Make sure you do the oil changes. You need to replace your oil. Oil is like the lifeblood of your vehicle. Oil is the most critical part of the engine. 
for maintenance, repairs, and tires, come in to Firestone Complete Auto Care. Contact Derek Lester at the Kenwood Firestone location for great customer service at 513-401-7892. That's 513-401-7892. 